I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, Liz, here we go. Premiere of Fantasy Island in two minutes. I know. And I got us <laughs> pink sprinkled donuts for dessert. Oh, my God. You know what? I am going to eat one. Me too. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. And oh hi for you. <laughs> in today's episode, we're going to talk about doing press. We all have something to sell, and it's useful to have a plan. In Take a Hike, we'll discuss how we're mentally preparing for the reviews of Fantasy Island. I actually just shared one with you, Liz, about yes. five minutes ago. Then in Hits and Bombs, we give a hit and a bomb to the same thing. What could it be? Finally, this week's Hollywood hack is useful when you don't want to be on the record. Goodness knows we've all regretted putting certain things in writing, Sarah. And this way you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. But first, we have, of course, a huge update. Yes. Which is watch Fantasy Island. When this episode drops, the first episode will already have aired the first episode of Fantasy Island. It airs on Fox Tuesdays at 9, 8 central. Yes. And if you didn't watch Tuesday night, it is not too late to be counted in the live plus three numbers. Those are very important to us. I think those numbers matter more now, Sarah, than the live number. So I 100% agree. So please do go watch Fantasy Island. Um, it really does help us. Also, Sarah, I wanted to mention that Gretchen and I are doing a happier bonus episode that's all about Fantasy Island, all the burning questions about Fantasy Island, and that will drop August 13th. And you can hear on this, Sarah, all about how I manifested the delightful Leslie Jordan as a guest star. Woohoo! You know I did, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how. Oh, very exciting. And then we have a, a smaller update. A listener named Heather left a message about our um, Title IX code. She was trying to buy some shorts from Title IX, and it didn't work. So we checked in with them. And the key is to make sure that you write Hollywood all in lowercase letters. So if you're going to Title IX and using our promo code, make sure you use Hollywood all in lowercase letters. I have to say Violet loves these shorts. Our kids are at camp right now. And like in every mm -hmm. picture, of course, she's we live them. for the picture dump every day, you know, and she's wearing her Title IX shorts and I'm so excited. Yay. And she's loving camp, I think. 
I guess okay, we'll find yes. out for real and when they Jack get back. Jack looks like he is too, so we'll see. Um, so, so again, cute. that's Hollywood lowercase. Yes. And when Jack comes back, you're going to have to, like, take him to the hatchet-throwing places. I know. He's <laughs> throwing axes. Yep. Okay, Liz, it's time for From the Treadmill Desks of, where we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's doing press. Yes. With Fantasy Island premiering, we have had to do quite a bit of press over the past few weeks. It's definitely not our favorite part of doing a TV show, but it is so important. I mean, we say yes to press any chance we get. It is so crucial to a show's success. Yes, but it is the kind of thing that if you're not doing it all the time, it can really be stressful. You know, I think... There's always the fear that you'll say the wrong thing or not be interesting or like look super nervous or your voice will shake. Like uh, it's a very loaded thing to do for people who aren't professionals at it. Absolutely. And and we don't often have to do press. We sort of don't do it for months and months and months. And then suddenly <laughs> we have to do a flurry of press. Yeah. And it's like you lose that muscle. And by the way, Sarah, even if you don't have to do literal press in your life, like you don't actually have to talk to a newspaper, there are always things in life that we have to sell, right? Like asking someone for a favor or announcing a need for volunteers at a PTA meeting. That's a big one that yeah. I see in my son's <laughs> school. Or selling your boss on a new idea at work. It's like you're always needing something. Yes. It's good to think about how you want to go about preparing for that. It's like your version of press, even if it's not literal press the way we have to do. Right. Everyone is always promoting something, yes. whether it's at work or in their lives. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. So the key we find, other than taking a beta blocker or a Xanax, <laughs> <laughs> Um, which you should talk to your doctor about, obviously, um, is really preparation. Yes. Knowing what your message is is so crucial. And over the months of doing the show, we had sort of many opportunities to hone in on the essence of the show. And we find that if we communicate that, like exactly what we've honed in on, we're going to be in good shape. Yes. And you're right. This process literally started with the pitch, the sort of honing yes. what like the key talking points are. Yes. And then they just sort of crystallize over time. So for Fantasy Island, you have this memorized perfectly, Liz. So I feel like you should say it. This is like yes. your sentence to break out in interviews. <laughs> yes. My sentence is... In every episode of Fantasy Island, we take a simple, visceral human need and turn and twist it into an emotional, compelling story that subverts expectations. Yeah, now that's good. That's a good one. I, it's very, um, it feels a little elevated, but it's also concise. Yes, and what I like is that it gets in the visceral human need, because I do yeah. feel like that is the core thing of the show. And then, Sarah, we have another great, I think, great uh, sentence that we use. Yes. We also say, 
Through the magic of the island and Rourke's tough love approach, everyone who arrives on Fantasy Island leaves transformed. Transformation is a really big element of the show, so we always know that in any interview, we want to make sure we bring that up as sort of an overall theme. Yes, and then when we talk about Rosalind Sanchez, who plays Elena Rourke, who I have to say, Sarah, is just so great. Oh my God, um, I know. She's so good. I always like to say about her that she brings warmth, humor, and authority to the role because those, to me, really are the three key elements of Rourke and of uh, Rosalind playing Rourke. So I know when someone asks about Rosalind, that's what I want to get across. Yeah. And for me, talking about our cast is the easiest part of any interview because it's so easy to just laud them. They're... (laughs) really awesome. (laughs) And then we have other phrases like you don't always get what you want, you get what you need. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another thing that we want to get across. Now, obviously, you don't want to just say the same thing over and over and have it sound like a canned thing. But if you have the elements of what you want to say internalized, like in a few simple messages, then it's actually easier for them to come out sounding natural um, than if you don't know what you want to say. Absolutely. And that's kind of counterintuitive. I think sometimes people don't prepare because they don't want it to seem like they're sort of overprepared. But if you have these bullet points that you can reference and know you want to get in, it actually does flow better because you're more comfortable. Yes, it goes with this sort of side note of public speaking that if you really know what you're going to say, then you have the freedom to sort of play around with it. But if you don't know what you're going to say, then you really don't have any freedom. So yeah. um, you and I like knowing what we want to say. <laughs> Yes. Um, And then another sort of thing to remember is that the person you're talking to may not have context for certain things. So it's it's almost better to give a little bit too much information. You you don't want to drown people in information, but make sure you're providing context for what you're saying or else it can be more confusing. Yes. Like, and for us, for instance, with Fantasy Island, we're so familiar with the original. We feel like, well, everyone knows the premise of Fantasy Island. But we do need to start out with every episode a guest comes to Fantasy Island with a fantasy, and they may not get what they want, but they get what they need, just to sort of set the scene for what the show is. Yeah. And then another thing, and I struggle with this personally because I get nervous when we're doing press, Mm. but... If you're not passionate and enthusiastic, you can't expect other people to be passionate and enthusiastic. And it's like, of course, privately, I'm incredibly enthusiastic and passionate. But as soon as I get in front of a camera or on an interview, I get like, "Ah," and I feel like I kind of tighten up which is, again, part of the preparation, because the more prepared you are, the looser you can be and the more genuinely passionate and enthusiastic you can be. Yes. And you know, Sarah, my um, demeanor is not one of like overly (laughs) expressive. So I really struggle with this. And I also feel like it's a Midwestern thing that we think downplaying anything is sort of the appropriate thing to do. Right. And we have to really train ourselves not to downplay. 
because what we want to do is sell and sell our genuine enthusiasm and not try to like politely downplay like, oh, well, we hope everyone likes the show. We tried to make it good. No, (laughs) we made this show. It's fucking awesome. Watch it. Yeah. I mean, what's nice is I think we feel that way very strongly. I think yeah, we we're love really proud show. of Fantasy Island and and we really do want people to watch it. It's it's the right show for right now. But if you are up there trying to get people to, you know, organize the class trip, talk about how great the class trip is going to be and how when you're organizing the class trip, you get to know all the other parents and it's such a wonderful experience, you know. <laughs> Don't be like, oh, God, is anyone willing to organize the class <laughs> trip? Which is what I would do. Uh, huh. Anyway, it's always best to just be prepared. I leave everyone with that thought. Yes. So listeners, do you do a lot of press in your work or in your life? If you have tips, please share them with, with us. We would love to do a follow-up, and we would love to practice what you uh, advise, because hopefully... I mean, all we want, really, we just really want a season two of this show. So I would like tips for season two press, please. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Coming up, Sarah and I talk about how we're planning to safeguard our own mental health. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Sarah, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health, and today it's mental health. We are safeguarding our mental health as we prepare for the reviews of Fantasy Island. As we mentioned, by the time this episode drops, the show will have premiered, which means reviews will be out and we will no doubt have read those reviews. Um, <laughs> it's hard to believe we're here already. It feels like we just started. Well, we kind of did just start. That's how tight the schedule has been. But yeah, it really is. And in fact, I got a Google alert with a review today and had that like, oh, God feeling before I pressed it. And then it was Damien Holbrook of TV Insider, who is so lovely. And it was basically he said, like, he was charmed by Fantasy Island and had all these wonderful, nice things to say. And he talked to Rosalind and he talked to us. And so it was a good review experience. But that doesn't always happen, as we know. Yeah, it's just not easy. And the thing is, like, a lot of people can say nice things. But of course, it's human nature (laughs) to hone in on the one bad thing 
that someone said. I mean, and there yeah. are so many studies about this. There's, you know, it's like a scientific thing that people respond more strongly to one bad thing than a hundred good things. Yeah. So we have to prepare for this because, you know, we really don't want to be down in the dumps if somebody doesn't like Fantasy Island, although they should like it. Yeah. Some people just have bad taste, Liz, and there's exactly. nothing you can do about that. <laughs> So what are we doing to prepare for whatever comes our way reviews-wise? Yeah, well, one thing, Sarah, is, and this is where it's helpful to have a partner because we can sort of actually do this, is reminding ourselves and each other that we really love what we've made. Yeah. Very proud of it. And at the end of the day, that's all that we can control. All we can control is our part in it. We can't control how others react to it. Right. And then we also remind ourselves that it just is part of the job. Criticism is part of the job from, like, the earliest phases before <laughs> there's even a show all the way through every single step. This is just sort of the final criticism phase. So maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, Sarah, my mom, um, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. My mom once said to me, I really admire how you and Gretchen are willing to stick your head above the wall where people can shoot you. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, and it's true, like, in doing something we're putting ourselves out there. And the only way right. not to stick your head above the wall is to not stick your head above the wall, and then you're not doing the thing. Right. Yes, it's better to do the thing that you love and that you're excited about than to hide behind the wall fearfully. Yes. <laughs> we're still fearful when we put our head up, by the way. It's just the head is up. <laughs> Yes, no, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> what's the alternative? The alternative yeah. is not getting reviews. Do we want to yeah. be getting reviews or not getting reviews? We want I want to be getting reviews. We want to be doing something. Yes. Sarah, I also think it's helpful to remember that we care more than anyone else. So yeah. if someone doesn't like Fantasy Island, we will feel very self-conscious about it and about what other people think. But they're worried about their lives, not about the reviews of Fantasy Island. Whatever they right. may be, good or bad, most people, unless you're directly related to the show, don't care. Right. No, later today, I'm I'm going to lunch with our friend Tracy, who lives in Ojai. And it's like my first Ojai outing. Tracy's not going to cancel lunch with me if we get a bad review. Exactly. <laughs> Which we now and then. <laughs> she doesn't care. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> People Everything are worried about okay. their own stuff. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, we hope to get all great reviews. Um, certainly our cast deserves oh my god. Amazing all the accolades. reviews. They really do. Like yeah. our director, Adam Kane, did such a great job. Our cast is so wonderful. It looks Roslyn so good. is amazing. Kiara is incredible. John Gabriel Rodriguez, he's like fantastic. I mean, our cast is just so good. Sarah, we're going to stay mentally healthy. Come what may. Yes. Okay, Liz, next up, a hit and a bomb for the exact same thing. <laughs> we're conflicted in how we feel about this. Let's face it. Uh, but first, this break. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay liz it's time for hits and bombs because hollywood is all about big hits and big bombs and this week our hit and our bomb are one in the same liz we very very sadly decided we had to cancel the Fantasy Island premiere party. Yes. So it was going to be in my backyard, and we invited everyone in the L.A. area who worked on the first episode, um, plus a guest. So it was going to be a chance to meet people's husbands and wives and partners. And thank everyone for just the incredible work that they put into the show. Yes. Chuck was going to do all of our tech and set up a big screen in my backyard. We were really excited about this. Yeah. Like, really, really excited. It was sort of just the capper to this whole experience that was going to be our chance to just, like, cut loose and have fun. Yeah. However... The Delta variant of COVID just seems to be spreading like wildfire. And as the day got closer and closer, we just started thinking, how can we have like 70 people together, even outside? Yeah. It sucked because when we scheduled the party and you decided to do the party, everything looked really good. Numbers-wise, everyone is vaccinated for the most part. The party was outside, and prior to Delta, outside transmission was very, 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 very low. You know, it it made sense. And then swoosh comes the Delta variant and breakthrough infections. (sighs) Yeah, and Sarah, we really went around and around and around yeah. on this. I mean, I was asking everyone I encountered, do you think that I could have a party in my backyard? I asked my doctor, and he was like, uh, are people wearing masks? And I was like, I don't think so. And he's like, uh. Yeah. It, it was a really tough decision because, look, most likely everything would be fine. We had said, please only come if you're vaccinated. And most likely everything would be fine. But the downside was just 
so down. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, after being so careful as a production, you know, our crew put up with so much of like wearing masks and getting tested and having to check in every day and get take their temperature and fill out a form. It just didn't feel responsible. Right. It just felt cavalier, let me put it that way, yeah. to go yeah. forward with the party. So I guess we're giving ourselves a hit for canceling. We're giving ourselves, yeah. Well, one, I think you deserve a hit, just like a huge hit for you personally, because you were planning this party and I was basically totally useless because I'm <laughs> moving and you were just like taking on this Herculean thing on your own and doing it in your yard and planning everything and like really gung-ho and into it. So hit to you. Uh, well, but also you. like yeah, I mean it sucks to say but I think canceling it is a hit because it just wouldn't have been the right thing to do. But it's also a bomb because we're really <laughs> disappointed and it totally sucks. Yes, it it really does. It's a bomb and a bomb to the whole situation, you know. Yeah. Um that we can't get this thing under control as a society, but we will yeah. not go off on that tangent. But please get vaccinated. Yes. Hopefully we'll have a season two and we'll have a bigger, better party season yes. two. Yes. I like that plan. Okay. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack, which is set voice memos to delete after two minutes. Now, this is something I didn't know one could do until recently. So the idea is you can leave someone a voice memo text as opposed to a written text. And you can then set that text to delete two minutes after the person listens to it. It's sort of like the Snapchat version of texting. Yeah. Yeah. And someone we work with uses this all the time. And it's so Great. I mean, it's very, very smart to use this. And we did not know it was an option. No, we didn't. And, you know, so often we have written things in texts or in emails that we regret having written down. I don't know about so often, but sometimes. Well, okay, not so often. I mean, it yeah. happens. Yes, it does. Um, and we do try to be conscious of that, but we all write things down that we regret at some point. And it may not even be something that bad, but you yeah. just never know. And so this is a way, like, if you did it consistently, but you just never have to worry about, oh, did I write something down I'm going to regret? Yeah, and it's very easy to do. You just go into your settings and set your voice memos to delete after two minutes. I mean, it's it's like the simplest thing. And I think also often it's just easier to record something than it is to sit there and type with your thumbs on your phone with all these tiny little letters. Yeah, it's actually kind of a two-part hack. It's like part yeah. one is leave a voice memo instead of texting, and part two <laughs> is, and then set it to delete. But it's true. The other nice thing about a voice memo is that whole issue of texting and less, a little bit less, but also emailing where you don't know the tone of someone's voice. Yeah. You're not getting sort of the nonverbal part, you know, the non-word part of the communication through. Right. That's really solved with voice memos. It's like all the good parts of talking on the phone and none of the bad parts. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it's really quick and easy. Uh, 
<laughs> so I don't know if you and I are going to start leaving each other voice memos. Maybe we should. Maybe we should try it. I think we should. And then they will set to delete like a bomb. <laughs> The only thing is you and I can't do that because so often, Sarah, we're texting each other things so we won't forget them. So if they well, delete it after two minutes, that would be a problem. Yes. Okay. I'll, here's the thing. If I need to rant, I will send okay. it as a voice memo. <laughs> there but anything you go. important, okay. I'll send as a text. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. We have a plan. Okay. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. We want those tips for doing press, please. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed. Thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing from Whole30's Melissa Urban. And check out the newest Onward Project podcast, Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at SFain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, this is your first time recording in Ojai. I know. And How was it? Well, great for me. Poor Chuck, I think. This room is a little cavernous. I'm going to ah. have to find a better spot. But ah. for today, for today, it worked. Okay, good. I, yeah, for it me. sounded fine to me. I think Chuck is going to have a hard time. I apologize, Chuck. From the Onward Project. <laughs>